Welcome to In the News, a weekly look at the biggest headlines affecting college and high school esports. I'm Mitch Reams, and this is the College Esports Quick Take from Esports Network. As schools in America start back up and then quickly transition to remote learning, who could have seen that coming? Anyone? Like, li- literally everyone saw that coming, right? Well, with school stateside dealing with a whole host of problems, and many not even intending in normal circumstances to be back in school until mid-September, it's the UK who is leading the charge with esports in schools. Now, I can see the audience demographics of this show. I know the majority of you aren't in the UK, and I promise to bring the focus back over to the states eventually. But for now, this is what we got, so it's off to overseas for the second straight week of In the News. Pearson, a company many students absolutely can't stand, rightfully so, due to the absurd markups they place on textbooks, has released a new set of esports academic guidelines in partnership with the British Esports Association. Now, I could go through all the different courses they laid out, but it's a lot of courses and a lot of guidelines, so I'm going to link some resources below this show. What I want to highlight are the two primary concerns that come up when teaching purely esports-based curriculum. And those concerns are definitely present with these new courses. The first is that there is simply a lack of qualified professors to teach esports. Curriculum is good, but as any student will tell you, it's the teacher, not the textbook, that really delivers lessons that resonate, as much as Pearson wants to believe the opposite. Esports simply hasn't been around all that long. The people who have been in this industry for 15 years aren't many, and most are busy running esports organizations and companies at this point. The other issue is a lack of lessons to learn. Even pure traditional sports-based degrees are fairly rare. Esports has much less history than sports, not to mention it's constantly changing, and there just aren't a ton of necessary courses that make sense to spend all those hours on. Jamie Wooten from Esports Insider did a deep dive into these courses, and I'll link that below. It's a really good read if you want to learn more. Jamie is currently a student studying esports, among other courses, and provides a good perspective into these specific courses and how they fit into a college student's schedule. One issue he points out is that there are three courses centered around health and nutrition in esports. While this is certainly a big topic that should be discussed, and one that I've brought up on the Esports Network podcast plenty, that feels like overkill, simply because we are lacking the research to properly talk about the many facets of health and nutrition in esports. While it's a big thing to tackle, if you don't have actual research to learn, it's not exactly clear what you're learning. That's it for this In The News episode of the College Esports Quick Take. Now, speaking of research in college spaces, I'll be back tomorrow to highlight another study being done by a leading researcher around the worlds of video games and esports.